Welcome to Your Career 2.0 Launchpad presented by the Entrepreneur Source. My name is Mike Topper, and it feels like uh, it's been a matter of time before I get these guys here to join me. I'll introduce them. We've got Jim and Brian, and uh, we'll start with Jim. Just uh, give us an introduction of yourself. Good morning. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Jim Dolliver with the Entrepreneur Source. I'm a career transition coach for the Entrepreneur Source, and uh, just happy to be here, uh, especially with you, Brian. Um, he's, uh, he's a neighbor, almost a neighbor. Um, we, we sit at opposite uh, sides of a mountain in the San Francisco Bay area. So if, uh, if I, if I had the ability to be a drone or, or jump on a drone, I could probably be at Brian's house in minutes. Uh, but it is a 4,000 foot hill slash mountain, depending on, um, where our audience is listening and viewing us. But, uh, uh, someday, hey, Brian, I love to climb mountains. As you know, I climb mountains all the time. I have no excuse. I should climb over the mountain and come and visit you. So anyway. JD, you already know. Ain't no mountain high enough. Let's go on. Let's I have a that this is going to be the common thread throughout this video podcast is Mike singing to us. So thanks, Mike. Anyway, thanks, thanks for having us. We got the coffee going. Brian, could you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself here? Sure. I'm Brian Stranko, and I'm a client of the Entrepreneur's Source, uh, and I am now a, a proud owner of a No H2O franchise. Uh, as Jim said, I, I also live in the Bay Area near this really great mountain, um, and uh, what I really love to uh, fly fish. And so that's how I get out into the world and uh, see things I probably wouldn't see otherwise. Excellent. And, and Brian, let's start with you. First of all, can you just tell us a little bit about uh, your work history before TES? Sure. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a longtime wildlife conservation person as well as a water conservation person. So I've been in the nonprofit space for over 20 years. Most recently, I worked at the Nature Conservancy uh, and was the water program director for California. Uh, and then prior to that, I worked at California Trout, uh, which uh, does help the waters of California, too. But of course, it's related to fly fishing, which is another reason I was there. Uh, and prior to that, I, I have a history in, in working in, in Africa. Yeah. And speaking, and that's uh, the transition there, obviously, with water, you know, in your career, when did you come to the point where you felt like you needed a change? Or I should ask, what inspired you to look towards a new venture and, and to reach into something different? Well, it was a couple things, I think. Uh, first of all, I uh, during COVID, I was home a lot. And I'm sure this is a, the case with a lot of people home a lot seeing my kids. I have three wonderful daughters, beautiful wife, two dogs, uh, and I live in a great place. And, and um, I, I was able to spend a lot of time with them. And uh, for me, that was really important. And prior to that, I was commuting an hour and a half each way almost every day. And while I, I love the work that the Nature Conservancy does, it was it was time for me to think about some something else to be more with my family. Uh, and then the second reason I would say is is because the work in water 
especially in California and places as dry as California, can be really taxing. It's hard to make any headway. Uh, it, it's very politically fraught. And I wanted to try something new that would help me feel like I was making a difference on a more frequent basis. Excellent. Yeah, certainly your background that you described has been rich in, in making a difference. And and let's move over to JD, uh, our coach. Now, how did you meet Brian and what were the conversations like with him when he came and said, you know, I'm looking to try something new here? Right, right. Well, Brian, Brian came to me, um, you know, we, I really kind of found him through a LinkedIn sourcing uh, messaging. And, um, you know, he, he was one of these individuals that you don't get very often as a coach, but um, it, just the way he responded was, sure, yeah, let's let's get together. And, you know, sometimes at this beginning point, there's there's some questions, there's some hesitancy, but Brian wasn't that way. Well, suffice to say that um, the next few months of conversations were just similar, very, very uh, accommodating, very friendly. He, Brian's just one of these guys that almost immediately you go, I could hang out with this guy. Now, there were some co real commonalities. Um, we talked a lot about church and our involvement in, in our church. We come from um, the East Coast. So we kind of have that, you know, East coming all the way West. And now we're in California. We've been in California a long time. Um, we have that connection to the East Coast, but we love it out here in the West. And um there was just something about everything, you know, he'd talk a lot about his family. I'd talk about my family, which isn't typical of a coach. It's more about you, not about me. And I could, I could feel this commonality. We talk about his bocce games on, on, you know, on the week and, and it was just fun. And, and, and then of course, as I said, he's relatively close to me in, in geographically, so we could talk a lot about um, the world around the San Francisco Bay Area and the outdoors. As you know, we're, we're both outdoorsy in our, you know, in our heart and soul. Fly fishing, I tell you what, it takes high intelligence and patience to be a fly fisherman. I don't have high intelligence and I have no patience. So it's kind of <laughs> kind of odd how we, we connected, but somehow we did. So anyway. Yeah. Um, and you and you talked a little bit about just going off along that, how important was that relationship? Because you guys, for those listening, can, can you describe that a little bit? You guys kind of developed this relationship, like you said, where you felt like you connected. You know, how important was that in, in trying to explore something different? Well, go, go ahead, Brian, because I start, started into it, but maybe from your side. Yeah, I mean, uh, as J.D. said, we connected on LinkedIn, and I, I was kind of looking to see if there were some things out there. I had recently started a small nonprofit, and I knew that wasn't going to make enough money for our family, and I was still looking for something. Uh, and... You know, once we talked the first time, it was, it was like we were kind of old buddies or, or something. Uh, we we were able to just get along from the start. And and I got to say, J.D. has been, was really open to just being patient uh, and to making sure that my needs were being met. And and honestly, this this came 
from, I knew it was coming from the heart. I knew I could tell that he was doing this because he cared about people. And then because we got along so well that he, he actually had my interests in mind. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, and for you, JD, what was it like um, mentoring Brian? You mentioned, you know, he's a, he's a go-getter, you know, right? He, he knew a lot about what that he wanted to tackle something. What was it like mentoring him? Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I said this to some of my fellow coaches. We, we, we were talking a little before we got on live and um, we get together. Some of us get together and collaborate together as coaches to become better coaches and very positive, very positive mindset in these, these weekly calls, zoom calls. And um, I was describing this quite a few months ago about Brian and the journey. And I said, it, it was it was almost too simple. It was almost too simple. It was almost like, you know, breaking bread with him every morning. And, you know, there are times when I look at my schedule for the next day and I go, Brian's on it. This is great because, you know, we're progressing well of getting to know his, you know, his goals in life and and, and truly what, what drives him and, and what is his goals are up against lifestyle and income and wealth and equity. But it was really, you know, waking up in the morning. All right, I got Brian today. So um, it wasn't as though it was, um, uh, you know, complex in any way. Um, it, it flowed well. Never had this feeling like, boy, are we, you know, are we moving along? Because sometimes clients will go, you know, if they've got a certain, um, we call it a disc personality, disc communication. Um, but, but. Brian was always, I know we've got things to accomplish today and we want to be productive. He always held to the, I get this. I know we have to be productive every week, but at the same time it was, let's get to know each other. And I'm going to really let you get to know what drives me. He talks about, you know, this, this importance of being around his family and his friends. And I could really get that as we progress through each and every week. But um, I don't know if I was patient, Brian, <laughs> um, uh, but, but I am, I'm, I'm pretty patient and um, I let this journey really unfold. So I never have a timeline, but Brian seemed to know that there is a timeline and there is a time to be productive throughout each one of these, um, these meetings. Does that answer the question, Mike? I don't know. If yeah. I Okay. No, hundred percent. And for you, Brian, you know, let's, let's look at, can you, can you describe for us how no H2O is, um, is going for you and how you feel that, you know, I guess your overall career and your, in your work life is right now. Well, uh, I mean, first of all, I have to say that JD, because we had that, that immediate rapport, it was easy to feel trust I think both ways. And when you're in a place where you're not sure where your life's going uh, and you really do want to come up with something kind of new, and I had never stayed home and worked all the time, you you really need a coach. I mean, and I think for every part of the journey and, and the patience I talk about is that JD always talked about it as an exploration. And that really sang to me. 
And that's what I needed to do is explore. And then we, once we uh, found uh, no H2O, and I got to talk to some of the folks at Fastlane and thought about my water background and nonprofit background, it really is one of these opportunities to do good while doing well. And it's hard for me to see myself doing just well. Uh, and um, meanwhile, I could spend more time with my family. I could continue to have camaraderie with JD. And, and he'll follow this, I know, for a long time. So it's going well at No H2O. It's it's definitely a scurry. It's we're it's a it's a startup in a lot of ways here in the United States, but somehow that matches my personality a bit. I I like to break through barriers and try to find new solutions. And what I'll say too is everybody at No H two O in the headquarters, including Emmett, right at the very top, they see the value in us as franchisees in helping provide ideas, solutions, move the company forward, not just be a franchisee. And that I think has paid a lot of dividends. Last thing I'll say is I'm one of the original few franchisees in the United States for, for no H2O. And to be able to have that ground up relationship with the company, I think is really helpful uh, for me because it, we're all kind of in this together. And, and that um, it makes me feel like they got my back if I need something and I have theirs. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. That's uh, that's what makes the dream work. Right. Uh, and one last thing uh, I want to ask, and this is for you, JD. Um, you know, obviously you've been in this position as a coach, but, you know, what kind of advice would you have for, for somebody like Brian who may be seeking a career change and you know, maybe even something with their passion, something completely different? Is there, is there any advice you would have for somebody? Yeah, thanks. Uh, let me go back real quickly. Brian, sure. I love that. Doing good while doing well. I've written it down. I'm going to share it. I, I, you know, Mike, Brian, what I do in life is I steal shamelessly from others. <laughs> And I will always give you guys the credit because I don't, I can't come up with anything uh, creative and innovative, but um, it, 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 it's something that I, I, I really love to do and give you credit. So I, I love that because there's so much to that meaning, but uh, to your, to your question, Mike, um, and I do get to points eventually um, is the fact <laughs> that <laughs> the fact that um, w- w- most of us um really rely on the people we we love and respect the most. Um, But when it comes to potential pivots in life, especially from our career perspective, sometimes those people are just too close. They're, you know, they're just too close to the subject matter to you as the, as the, as that person. And they love you, but they protect you and they don't want you to veer too far right or left or forward or backward. They want to keep you safe. And I think uh, as, as a coach, 
And, and then again, I'm surrounded by amazing coaches and entrepreneur source. It was the great, one of the greatest decisions of my, my life outside of marrying my wife, Liz. Um, but it, it really was an incredible decision because as a coach, I look at it and I say, I can be that person with no biasness, don't know you at all, and be able to just you know, provide you some feedback while asking you some questions about what's what's most important to you. What's most important to you moving forward? What are the some of the things that you don't, you know, don't want to do as much if you had your choice, if you had the magic wand and we're able to say, what if 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 I had that magic wand, you know, what do I want to do more of? What do I want to do less of? What do I want to accomplish? As Brian just said, you know, doing good while doing well. Um, it's it's Relying on somebody like myself to just, as Brian said, eventually, possibly trust me that I'm here to just help, even if it's this much. I mean, to be honest, you know, the majority of my clients will find some fit, a new job, uh, the startup gets going um, where you don't have to pivot to an, an, a, a business um, whatever it is, but it's helping out, even if it's just a tiny bit, helping out with um, that that pivot in their lives uh, to find the good fit for them. And that's, you know, that's my goal. And it fits my personal mission statement that um, will never change. And I just love helping people out. And, you know, Brian told me to get out of the way eventually, by the way, Mike. <laughs> I'm a very conservative person and I make people do their you homework. You take your time. I, yeah. I make them do their validation. And, 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 and he literally did tell me, I got this. I remember the word, Jim, JD, I got this. It's like, no, you don't have it yet. But he did. He did have it. Like yeah. I said, so much, so much brighter than me. So I finally had to say, I got to quit coaching. I got to quit, you know, being so conservative. He's got this. You know what? And it doesn't take a mountain to divide you, Frida. Come together. So, uh, <laughs> oh, good boy, Mike. <laughs> oh, going onward and upward here. Uh, so uh, that's Jim and Brian. Uh, this has been uh, Your Career 2.0 Launchpad presented by the Entrepreneur Source. My name is Mike Toper. Hope you got something out of this. And uh, JD and Brian, thank you so much for joining us.